The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More. Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, it's Chris Cooper. I'm delighted to welcome you to yet another show. And uh, today we're going to talk about how experts build empires with a wonderful guest, uh, Janet Schweitzer. Um, But before I introduce Janet, I'd like to say a a big thank you to my uh, last um, guest on... um, a unique show that I did with Adrian Simpson, who gave us an incredible account of the 10 behaviors of leaders in best-in-class organizations. I thought the content was absolutely fabulous and was drawn from many years of working with the very best organizations in the world. So if you've not heard that show with Adrian Simpson, I would also check it out. I've also had a couple of weeks holiday, and during those holiday breaks, um, I played a show with Frank Finesse um, on, uh, on selling and also a show with Darren LaCroix on owning the stage. Uh, Two of my favorite shows, shows that get great feedback. So again, uh, well worth a listen. So to today's show. And have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs quickly become recognized as the leading expert in their field with all the fame and fortune and opportunity that goes with it, while others in the same industry just struggle to get by? And why do some CEOs or business people Business people get book deals, speaking tours, even spokesperson contracts, while others wait and wait, perhaps years, just to get recognized. Well, I guess today is going to give you the answers to those questions, plus share some wisdom from her latest book. Now, I first heard of Janet Schweitzer from a very trusted friend and mentor, Helen Irwin, who several years ago said, you must read Instant Income, Strategies That Bring In The Cash. I've therefore had Janet on my list of people that I'd love to interview for a number of years and, and 159 shows later, and here she is. Um, wonderful to have her here today. Now, Janet is the business strategist and marketing maven behind many of the biggest names you've heard of, entrepreneurs who are published and publicized. She's been the strategist of choice for Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen's Chicken Soup for the Soul Media Empire, literally since the original book was first published in 1993. It's one of my favorite series. And she's also been Jack's personal go-to marketeer for 22 years, helping him sell millions of dollars worth of his high-priced speeches, uh, training programs, coaching, live events, and more. Along the way, she's helped experts like Oprah Winfrey's financial guru, David Bark, business expert Jay Abraham, well-known, renowned motivational speaker Les Brown, internet marketeer Yannick Silva, and so many others. She speaks all over the world on how experts and CEOs in any field can become a media personality and build an an empire around their expertise, even while they're still running their day-to-day businesses. 
As well, Janet is the New York Times bestselling author of The Success Principles with Jack Canfield, now in 30 languages. And for those of you who listened to my recent show with Jack Canfield and Amanda Brown, there's now a 10-year anniversary edition of The Success Principles. And a book, Instant Income, Strategies That Bring In The Cash, that I mentioned earlier, went to number one within 48 hours of release. Uh, as mentioned, it's a great book that you can find online and in bookstores around the world. And the reason I asked her to be with us today is to reveal how you can up-level your profile in your industry. So a big welcome to Janet Schweitzer. Hey, how are you? Thanks, Chris, for having me. No, I'm delighted I, to be here. Does, does this make me show number 160? <laughs> this makes you your show number 159, actually. Okay, okay. <laughs> Unique show. Well, uh, I'm delighted. But, it, but I'll give you a mention on uh, show 160 as well. Um, <laughs> But yeah, wonderful to to chat with you, Janet. And as I mentioned, um, you know, you came recommended to me many years ago, and uh, I loved your book, Instant Income. So it really is a a pleasure to chat with you today. Um, Thank you. Do you want to tell us a, a little bit about your background and how you became so passionate about marketing and working with top experts? Well, I, I tell you, Chris, it's probably no wonder I ended up in the book trade because I grew up, I started reading very young, uh, about four years old. My mother was a librarian and she would bring home stacks of books from the library and I would devour them uh, over a week's time and then she'd bring another stack back and then another and another. Uh, and then I, uh, once I got older, um, when I was in college, I worked as a journalist on Capitol Hill in Sacramento writing about legislative issues and economic trends and political themes and things like that. Uh, but I never really had an interest in marketing. What I really wanted to do was join the Foreign Service. Uh, I was working for a member of Congress at the time, another part-time job, summer job, and um, helping with her campaign. And uh, when I graduated from school with a degree in international relations and economics, I had done a lot of political campaigning, a lot of PR work, a lot of media work, all of which was marketing, I didn't know it, um, but one of the first jobs I got out of college, uh, right after college, was actually marketing director at a local bank. And all of a sudden, I had to get, had to get really good at everything related to generating leads for the um, loan officers and leads for the um, uh, new account managers and things like that. Um, that was marketing. Um, eventually, I ended up working for a man I know Many people listening today have heard of Jay Abraham, America's highest paid marketing consultant. And at the time, Jay was doing uh, consulting, of course. He was also doing seminars. He was one of the original um, uh, promoters of the boot camp uh, workshop formula, that seminar formula, the three-day boot camp. And I started working with him, but he didn't have much in the way of published works, um, uh, maybe seven titles, a few special reports, a newsletter, things like that. And over four years there, um, I developed 320 different titles, a 28-page catalog, um, national telemarketing inbound sales force, um, um, outside fulfillment, all kinds of things. A real true publishing division there. And what was really nice about it was um, it was all material that related to marketing and generating revenue for small businesses who were Mr. Abraham's primary followers. So that's how I got really uh, sort of um, immersed in not only marketing, a specific type of marketing, but marketing for small businesses and how to help small businesses um, generate re revenue. Um, of course, we did some 
uh, book publishing. I think Jay had two books at that time. Uh, but most of it was beyond the book revenue. It was home study courses. It was special reports. It was coaching, mentoring, all kinds of things, um, guides and other uh, printed resources, packaged goods. So not a, lo- a lot of the way of uh, book publishing, but I did get a real immersion in book publishing. Um, once I left Mr. Abraham's organization, I had a chance meeting with Jack Canfield, who, of course, is the originator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul book series. They had just published that book. About six months before I met them, they were still selling it out of the back of their minivan at the swap meet and doing other crazy marketing things. And they asked me to um, just list what kinds of things I would do uh, marketing-wise for them. And so I, you know, without doing anything too formal, I sat down at my computer for a few hours and just typed out a list, just a line listing on uh, page after page of of, uh, different campaigns and different marketing strategies that, that I believed I would execute for them. And, and Jack said, my goodness, if if we just do what Janet Schweitzer tells us to do, we'll be millionaires in a year. And literally within 10 months, the uh, chicken, the very first Chicken Soup for the Soul book was number one on the New York Times list. And after that, uh, my goodness, um, Jack and Mark Victor Hansen, the other half of Chicken Soup for the Soul, have so many friends and colleagues in the publishing and training field. Everybody was calling saying, oh, gosh, congratulations for reaching number one on the New York Times list. But who's doing your marketing? It's fabulous. And, and they said, call Janet Schweitzer. And literally, Chris, for three years, I was sort of an accidental consultant. I never planned to be a consultant. I had been an employee my whole life um, up until that, that point and um, through uh, Jay Abraham's organization. And I um, literally thought, well, I'll uh, you know lean into this and see where this goes. And I would every time I picked the phone, it was some project that somebody wanted me to, to do for them. And uh, for the first three years, I thought, well, you know, uh, the phone will probably start ringing one day and I'll go back to looking for a job. But after three years, the phone never stopped ringing. And that's when I printed my first business cards and got serious about um, the kinds of projects and um, clients that I took on. Wonderful. I, I just find that incredible that you, you know, you landed you know, that role with uh, Jay Abraham, uh, you know, a, an amazing an established um, individual and you were able to add so much value to his business and then you did the same with Jack you know is this is this uh, kind of behavior that you have is that learned or is that you know something that you, you just have a gift for well I I believe I have been totally blessed with the gift of not only being able to develop content so in other words write books manuals, home study course, actually produce those materials that will teach people something, whatever the topic is or the subject matter. So we'll teach it. So I, I've been blessed with the, the sort of two different skill sets, not only the ability to produce the products and materials and books, but also the ability to market and sell them. And so it's, um, it's very different, the different uh, languaging that's used um, when you're teaching somebody versus selling these items to them. Um, and so I've been able to span both worlds, I, I guess, but, uh, you know, talk about a, uh, a lucky, a lucky break, a, a sort of the one, two punch of people to work with, um, Jay Abraham followed by chicken soup for the soul. Although at the time chicken soup for the soul was not the big bestseller that we know, uh, it is today. Um, Jack was at the time he had a thriving speaking career. He was America's foremost authority on the subject of self-esteem in the classroom and self-esteem in the workplace. Mark Victor Hansen also had a very busy speaking career and he did seminars and workshops 
on um, success strategies and business strategies. But uh, the stories, most people don't realize that the stories in Chicken Soup for the Soul, that original book, were actually stories that Jack and Mark told from the platform during their speaking engagements. And so many people in Jack's audiences asked, if, you know, hey, that story about the puppy, is that, in a, is that in a book somewhere? That So many people were asking if those stories were available. Jack conceived of the idea of compiling them into a book, and, and Chicken Soup for the, the Soul was, was born at that point. And interestingly enough, I think it's, it's pretty common knowledge that they went through over 100 publishers who turned them down for Chicken Soup for the Soul until they, also, until they eventually found a publisher in health communications, um, Peter Vexo in Florida. Um, but they uh, used, Jack and Mark used their speaking engagements to pre-sell tens of thousands of copies of that book. Um, prior to ever getting a publishing deal. So they literally would um, ask people to fill out a form. they put a, an order form on everybody's chair and ask people to commit to buying a certain number of books. And those people did. And literally, they kept all those forms. And once the book was published, they sent each one of those forms out in the mail with a cover letter saying the book is published. Um, where where should we ship your books? <laughs> and um, And Jack said, the most amazing thing is that the the vast majority, virtually 100% of the people who had pre-ordered, honored those pre-order commitments and and uh, went ahead and paid for the books to be shipped. That's wonderful. So you, what you've done is you've helped um, you know very established experts take their business to another level. Uh, yes. What you've done. Now we recently had Jack um, on the show, and I, I know that um, you know you 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 were involved and uh, co-wrote these success principles with him. Um, how did the Success Principles book come about, and what was the inspiration for compiling you know, all those strategies into this uh, fabulous book? Well, I, I, I've told you the history of how Jack and I met, um, but and I've been marketing his business, his speaking career. Um, I had been, gosh, um, from 1993 up until about 2002, and for a couple of years there, I'd been after him uh, to let me create a new persona for him in the marketplace um, because he had already been speaking on the chicken soup for the soul topic for quite a few years by that point. And he had so much more to teach people, so much more to teach companies and corporate audiences. I said, Hey, let me, uh, let me um, create a new persona for you. And he called me one day out of the blue. He had a manuscript that he had been working on back when chicken soup was sort of the horse leaving the stable and everybody had to hold on for dear life. And um, it was called The Ten Steps to Success, which uh, eventually morphed into The Success Principles. Um, And when he and I first decided to to write it together 10 years ago, we wanted it to be the culmination of over then 30 years worth of studying the world's highest income earners and the most profound achievers in all fields, from entrepreneurship to medicine to sports, from the field of education, the arts philanthropic endeavors, but also just everyday people who simply decided to pursue something that they were passionate about, and it became a great success. And after those uh, 30, now 40 years of Jack Canfield's career and about 25 years for me, um, what we ultimately wrote about 10 years ago were the 64 principles that achievers use every day to move themselves forward on their success path. And these principles are are part of who they are, uh, they're part of their daily habits, and, and we learned that both their outlook and their outcomes just seemed to be different than those of the rest of the world. So that original book uh, was chosen as the, the number one book for leaders, managers, and humans uh, by Noop Research. Over 99 other success classics. We're very proud of that. 
Um, and now the 10 year anniversary edition of that book has just been released, uh, completely updated and, and revised for what achievers do today. And these, these principles are learnable by anyone. So I'm pleased to be asked to share a little bit about them um, with your listeners. And you don't have to be a Jack Canfield. You don't have to be a Janet Schweitzer to go out and use uh, these principles. So there's some, some very powerful ones. And of course, there's a lot that, um, a, a lot of stories from readers over the years that we were um, able to put in the book this time around. Now that's the 10 year anniversary. And I think, I think if I could just share two of my favorite stories, um, you just got a couple of minutes before commercial. Yeah, so. absolutely. So the, the, um, the first story is a, a mom sent in a, a letter to us saying that her son uh, had just started on the track team at school, had never run track before, but he wanted to win the, the regional competition. And he used um, the power of visualization, goal setting and visualization. And he visualized himself crossing the finish line um, and winning that, that track meet. And he did. He won, um, literally. And the second story is, um, is really fun. It's a, it was an engaged couple. Their wedding was coming up. And they decided 64 days before their wedding that they would read together one success principle every night and figure out how they were going to incorporate it into their married life. And on the 65th day, they got married. Wow. So what a nice idea <laughs> to have both people in a couple um, on board with the, the, the same mindset and same outlook in life um, as they start their, their married life. And that's a wonderful example of use, using the book, which um, it, is a, it is a tremendous book to read and study. And I think if you do, like they did, study those principles you know, over a, over a period of time and digest them, you know, what they've come out with is a kind of common fabric, haven't they? A, a common framework that they can both yeah. understand. Yeah. Absolutely. And we had to even be careful about the paper that the 10 year anniversary edition was printed on because our readers, they dog ear the pages and they highlight things and they make uh, notes in the margins and they take it out every year at Christmas time to plan their next year, you know, life and goals and things. So it's, we had to be even careful about that. The longevity of this book is just so wonderful. Excellent. Well, and we're going to go to commercial break now, but after the break, what I'd like to do is, uh, you know, move into, um, you know, understanding a little bit about some of the principles and things that really help us when we're building our own empire. So we'll be back again with you in just a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. 
plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm back here with uh, Janet Schweitzer. We're talking about um, how experts build business empires. And I wonder, Janet, you were talking about the... uh, the Success Principles book and the 10th edition. I know there's 67 principles in the new book. Is there one for you that really dominates everything else when it comes to building your own empire? Well, I think there is. And um, I think the most critical characteristic uh, that all high achievers uh, possess, and particularly entrepreneurs, is that they take 100% responsibility for what happens in their lives. That's actually principle number one in the book. They they take responsibility for uh, their income, their debt, their careers, their relationships, their health, uh, the quality of their lifestyle, their free time, and on and on. And I think the lesson for all of us is that there really is only one person responsible for the quality of life that you live, and that person is you. You know, what got you here to this point in your life are the decisions that you made and the actions that you've taken and even the actions that you failed to take. You know, I have to say this realization is is not easy because, in, in fact, most of us have really been conditioned uh, throughout our lives, I think, to, to blame something outside ourselves for the parts of our life that we don't like. Well, who do we blame instead? We blame uh, our parents, our bosses, our teachers, our friends, coworkers, um, our clients, our spouse, the weather, what have you. you know, anything or anyone that we can pin the blame on, and we never really want to look at where the problem is, um, actually is, and that is ourselves. But to achieve great things, you have to take the position that you've always had the power to make it different, to get it right, to produce the desired result, you have that power. For whatever reason, you may not have chosen to exercise that power. Who knows why? It doesn't matter why. But the past of the past, is, and, and all that matters now is that from this point forward, you choose to act as if you're 100% responsible for everything that does or doesn't happen to you. Um, and there's a formula that Jack and I talk about in the book uh, that, uh, that really uh, answers the question, what do you need to do differently next time to get the result that you want? And the formula is E plus R equals O. And the formula E plus R equals O stands for event plus response equals outcome. And if you aren't getting the outcomes you want, that is, you know, health, wealth, abundance, um, great relationships, you're happy, you're enthusiastic, you feel good, everything's working in your life, um, it's because you really haven't responded correctly to the events that have occurred up until now. So in the case of business, an example of that is... um, you know, let's say you're a small business owner, the economy goes into recession and you start losing business. That's an event. Um, you get depressed and stop prospecting for new customers. That's a response. Well, eventually your income is severely affected. That's an outcome. But when we take 100% responsibility for our outcomes, we start looking at events in a completely different light. So events become, at this, at this point, just things that happen and not really life's way of ruining our day. Um, they're, they're just things that happen that oftentimes that are outside of our control. 
Um, and there's a really good example of the E plus R equals O formula um, in the book. And it's the story of a Lexus dealership in Southern California who was facing this exact dilemma, um, which um, happened to coincide with a major recession and fewer and fewer buyers were coming in. So even though their normal response to the event uh, would have been to place more ads in the newspaper and on the radio, they decided to respond differently this time and actually take their fleet of cars to where rich people hang out, the country clubs, the marinas, the polo grounds, parties in Beverly Hills and Westlake Village, um, and inviting people to take a spin in a new Lexus, take a test drive. So after each test drive, they asked people if they wanted to continue driving the new car for the next week. And most of, the, most of them said, sure. So now, now think about this, Chris. Have you ever test driven a new car and then you get back into your old car? It just doesn't feel right. The no. feeling of dissatisfaction no. that, you, that you have concerning you your old car. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, and suddenly, you know, you know, there's something better and you want the, new, the, the something better. So the same thing happened with these test drivers. After one week of driving around a new car, 64% of the people bought or leased a new Lexus. Um, so the dealership changed their response to an unexpected event, um, the recession, until they got the outcome that they wanted, which was increased sales. And they actually ended up selling more cars than before. Uh, and they still use this marketing method today. So that. That E plus R equals O formula reminds us to focus on what we can do to change our outcomes uh, because suddenly you're not so internally or, or you're, you're internally driven. You're not externally influenced. People aren't out to get you. It's a lot more liberating because you don't have to be a victim all the time. It gives you the opportunity to give up blaming and complaining, which keeps your brain in a, a negative state all the time. But this allows you to be more positive. Wonderful. That's re really, I think that the principle is so, so important and uh, indeed I was trying to teach my eight-year-old son about it only over the weekend and uh, I'll have to play in this segment uh, and let him listen to it but I also got an, I got a nice email from a listener uh, this uh, uh, this week I will probably won't mention his name just in case his wife's listening but he did say that the, he found the, the interview with Jack fantastic and uh, one, one thing that really stuck out for him was E plus R equals O and if he mentions it to his wife again he's going to be in big trouble <laughs> <laughs> Um, what um, we talking about business empires? I mean, what to you is the definition of a business empire? Well, perhaps you've heard the statement: "This business has legs." You know that um, this business has legs, and that means that the project, the investment, um, or the business activity is going to lead to other opportunities for revenue over time. So, um, whatever the business is, whatever the initiative is, it's a good investment of your energy and resources. At some point, you'll be able to stop providing direct input to it. Uh, because it'll run itself, or you can hire others to run it for you. It's it's growable, so this business has legs. And in the case of, for example, an author building an empire around their subject matter, or their persona, or their unique market posture, um, a lot of people, you know, they want to write books. Um, the uh, a book, however, um, and the publicity machine that you develop for a book doesn't necessarily have these legs. I mean, your book might lead to additional sales opportunities, yes, but a book by itself does not lead to the development of other more lucrative profit centers. You have to make those happen for yourself. So again, taking 100% responsibility. Um, when Jack Canfield and I went to New York to sell our book, um, The Success Principles, I had already envisioned the profit centers that could be developed around all that content. So in fact, every marketing activity featured in the book proposal was designed specifically to generate names and buyers and outlets and affiliates who could be nurtured and eventually approached um, as additional profit centers 
uh, were developed, the, all these additional profit centers that we wanted to develop. So, well, well this approach it sounds a little bit calculating for a book author. It's actually the best way to meet the needs of your readers by giving them additional assistance and resources as they implement your book's suggestions in their lives. So I have to say, Jack and I got a multi-million dollar deal from HarperCollins for that book, The Success Principles. But even better um, is that much more has, has been earned from all the beyond the book income streams that Jack and I originally planned around the Success Principles content and have brought to fruition over these years. Um, so your book is not your business. Um, and most authors, frankly, they, uh, they spend all their time, their energy, a lot of their money getting published, getting the book written, all that sort of thing without thinking beyond the book. And honestly, that's the space that I live in every day. Um, there's literally 52 different income streams available to authors, experts, um, entrepreneurs, business owners, anyone who's a subject matter expert who benefits from being published and publicized. 52 different income streams. And these are things like books, of course, but also speaking engagements, um, uh, trade associations. I've helped people launch trade associations where they were the executive director. They become a new trade association in their industry. Um, even uh, all kinds of training formats, uh, workshops, seminars, uh, corporate training programs, online delivery, in-person delivery, train-the-trainer programs where you certify people to become junior versions of yourself out in the marketplace delivering your content under license. All these kinds of in, uh, income streams, that's an empire. That's how experts build empires beyond just their book. I'm listening to this, and with, you know, with myself having a book being published this year, it's sparking up all sorts of things for me. And I know there'll be some people also listening to this and thinking, well, you know, beyond the book is so important. Do you have a resource for people to be able to um, some learn some of your tools and techniques? It might just be worth referring to that right now. Yeah, absolutely. I would say go grab a copy of the list of 52 income streams off my website. You can go to howexpertsbuildempires.com slash plan. And if you just scroll about a third of the way down, you'll find a, a link that you can click to view that list of 52 different revenue uh, producing media properties um, like books and speaking and television shows, um, licensed products, even your own trade association, crews, workshops, even things like that. Um, it's interesting, um, uh, Jay Conrad Levinson, the, the late Jay Conrad Levinson, who originated the guerrilla marketing series of books, said that that original guerrilla marketing book earned him about $10 million, but only $35,000 of that was in book royalties. Isn't that interesting? Isn't the it? other $9,965,000 came from all the spinoff products, the newsletters, the joint ventures, uh, the consulting, all of all of the other revenue streams related to his book. That's really, really thought-provoking. Um, now, Jenna, who's, was, you, were, you were around in the early days of, um, of Chicken Soup for the Soul, like we mentioned, and you must have a lot of insights about what helped uh, Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen become so successful with empires. Uh, you mentioned, I guess, some of these 52 things, but do you have... Um, you know, one or two real takeaways that people, maybe listeners, could replicate from uh, your lessons and learnings with them. Um, absolutely. Well, there are actually two principles that I'd like to share um, that are going to get anybody from where they are to where they want to be. And the first is principle 23, practice the rule of five. And that simply means every day do five specific things that will move your goal toward completion. Now, in those early days, 
Um, as I mentioned before, I wrote a seven-page marketing plan for the book um, and Jack's business, and that was before I ever signed on as, a, and as, uh, as his business strategist. And I also gave Jack and Mark copies of John Kramer's guide called A Thousand and One Ways to Market Your Book. And after all of that, I have to say the team was kind of overwhelmed with possibilities. <laughs> but to, to tell the truth, we all became a little bit crazy. Um, so how can we prioritize what to do on the book marketing side while Jack and Mark were still on the road with their speaking careers and their seminar businesses? And so they sought the advice of Ron Scholastico. Jack talks about Ron in the book, a wonderful advisor who told them, if you go every day to a very large tree and take five swings at it with a sharp axe, eventually, no matter how large, the tree is going to have to come down. And out of that, Jack developed uh, this thing called the rule of five. Every day, do five specific things. Um, and I have to say, in terms of marketing, um, when we, I, I remember sharing with Jack over the years, what were some of the catalysts? What, what, what were some of the tipping points along the journey of really making Chicken Soup a big hit? And I, I know one of the things that he shared with me was that they made a deal with a seminar company that was holding, um, you know, one day workshops, like how to deal with aggressive people and how to manage your accounts receivable. If you're a small business owner and all those little kinds of workshops and they had workshops like that going on in 50 cities a day, um, here in the States. And they got chicken soup for the soul as a book selection for one of the, for selling at the back of the room table of, uh, uh, the little bookstore at the back of the room. And the trainers loved the book so much, they would actually hold up the book in front of the room and talk about some of the stories. And so, of course, the book sold out um, almost uh, um, consistently um, workshop by workshop. But again, just the grassroots word of mouth marketing that was done by 50 trainers a day holding up that book in little towns, not, not major cities, but, but small to medium-sized towns all over America. Um, that wasn't just five things a day. That was 50 things a day. So that's a, a really important concept to remember. Um, I think the second big takeaway is uh, that after you've decided what your goals are, you've created your biggest goals, you've chunked them down into five things that you can do a day, is that you actually take action. And I'm sure Jack talked about this when he was on your show uh, previously, but you'd be surprised how many people get caught up in planning and goal setting to the point that they never take action. But when you take action, you, you really get feedback on how to improve, uh, new resources show up when you're in motion. You actually create your own momentum. And you also, as, a, as an author, as a subject matter expert, you also get to impact a lot more people than, you, uh, than you're directly in contact with. And Buckminster Fuller has this uh, really great um, concept that he teaches, a theory, uh, the, the late Buckminster Fuller, uh, called precession. And it's the idea that as you are moving through life, uh, doing your thing, running your business, um, and as an author, putting your material out there. Um, there is a whole wake of people behind you uh, and to the sides of you that are being impacted by the information. And some people, maybe millions of people, you may never meet. It's a little bit like a speedboat going through the water. There's a wake uh, behind them and to the sides of them that um, uh, people that are impacted. And it, you don't know, as an author, you might train a hundred people who then go out and impact uh, maybe just two or three of them, but they might impact hundreds of thousands or millions of people through their extended work. So um, it's something uh, very important to remember. 
Thank you. That's really, really um, helpful, I think, for people. And um, yeah, I'm hoping, um, well, our intention is this, this area of take action, which was uh, something I realized that I was uh, struggling with in terms of taking the right action. Um, the book that uh, myself and Dr. Stephen Levinson had written, The Power to Get Things Done, whether you feel like it or not. You know, what we hope with that book is that really helps uh, those people who are you know, stuck um, because it is easy to to get stuck, and I just wonder. Uh, we've only got oh, we've got a minute left, left until we go to commercial break now. But um, you know, do you have any views about um, what you do when you do get stuck with taking action? Yeah, absolutely. I like for people to to. I mean, I recommend that they create inter, uh, incremental goals, baby step goals, uh, and then practice the rule of five. People often get stuck due to overwhelm. Big goals seem so overwhelming. So you know, like, why even start? pursuing them. Yeah. Uh, but if you can chunk it down into smaller incremental goals and just achieve those, achieve five of those a day, um, that will eventually get you to your bigger goals. That's a, a great way to become unstuck. That's brilliant. Thank you. And, you know, what you really, I think, have demonstrated is just, you know, we, we can see these um, principles written down in a book, but actually they make all the difference, don't they, when you apply them and stick with them and, and turn them into, from intentions into behavior. That's right. So, so after the commercial break, we're going to be back. Um, we're going to learn more from uh, you know, Janet's incredible uh, wisdom when it comes to marketing and building business empires. Uh, do stay um, for the last segment. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Because when it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with uh, Janet Schweitzer. If you're interested in um, other shows that are coming along and, and finding my take on, on the shows that we've listened to and wonderful guests like Janet, then do subscribe to the newsletter at, uh, at chriscooper.co.uk. Um, Janet, can we talk a little bit more about this idea, you know, about an idea of becoming a celebrity CEO and building a media company around either your, your brand or your own name, if you are the brand. Can you explain what it means to build a media company and how our listeners can do the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. Well, just like the big media companies out there, um, the, the Viacoms and the News Corps and the, the Nickelodeon, they, they own media properties. They own television networks, cable networks. They own newspaper chains, radio networks. Um, they own movie studios. Um, and all these uh, all these different media properties. Well, in the same way that those big behemoth media companies um, exist, you can also build a media company filled with media properties based on your expertise. Your media properties would be things like books and home study courses and speaking engagements and syndicated columns and maybe even a trade association uh, where you're the executive director of that. All kinds of different, these 52 income streams uh, that I was talking about earlier. So again, a company built around you and your expertise filled with media properties. And when I think of a a media company, I have a, a chart that I use regularly to, to plan new media companies. Um, and a, a sample is actually included in um, a report series that you can get at my website, howexpertsbuildempires.com. And it gives you an idea of the, the types of profit centers and business activities that you might pursue in the five different business units of your media company. And while you may not have time to develop each one um, at the, the beginning, it's really a good idea to plan for them so that your your daily efforts kind of become more deliberate, deliberate and focused and productive. And the, the five business units are publishing, um, which covers things like your book, your multimedia, home study course, uh, foreign and subsidiary rights, compiled reference guides, things like that. That's publishing. The second business unit is training, that's things like keynote speaking, three-day boot camps, um, maybe free preview teleseminars where you upsell people to a $500 a course or something, continuing education workshops also for industry associations. That's business unit number two, training. Number three is licensing. Um, those are things like um, licensing yourself as a spokesperson, getting a spokesperson contract for a company. Um, also, train the trainer programs where you certify people to become um, junior Janet Schweitzer's or Junior Jack Canfield's to go out there in the field um, uh, training your work. You can also license software. You can work, uh, license an evening workshop kit as a recruitment tool. If you're a plastic surgeon that has uh, built a, a, a thriving practice and you want to get your marketing methods out to other plastic surgeons, you can license that material. That's business unit number three. Number four is media and PR. That's things like your own television show, a syndicated column, maybe a TV or radio infomercial, uh, even a private label magazine um, that you do. That's media and PR. And ancillary, that's business unit number five. Um, these are some really unusual things like um, paid endorsements, 
agenting, corporate sponsorships, big business in that, um, also an equity position in select companies. If you are a business consultant and you do work for companies, um, you can get paid not only in fees, but also in stock uh, by taking an equity position um, to benefit from the growth that you help that company with. So again, these are just some things that you can have, um, some uh, revenue streams that you can have actively working in your media company, those five business units. Um, and by the way, creating a media company like this first, uh, what we call creating your platform, will actually get you a bigger book deal, a bigger um, royalty advance from New York publishers when you eventually go to New York to sell your book. Uh, if you were to look closely at most of the famous authors out there, I mean, the, I mean the really big names, you discover that without exception, they have two things in common. Number one, they have numerous types of products that are distributed through various market channels. And secondly, they have a mass media component, such as a radio show, a television show, maybe a newspaper column, a film career, whatever it is, but they have a big mass media component. What you don't see, uh, on the other hand, are all the different types of profit centers that they develop as part of their business. But rest assured, they have these multiple streams of income that form a media company. And as I mentioned, um, this is a way to package your knowledge and your intellectual property into different media properties, just like the Fortune 500 media companies who own these newspapers and magazines. You can have your own media company. And when you think of your business from this standpoint, it gets a lot more exciting. Um, plus, you'll find yourself a lot more focused on those projects that you choose to become involved with. Um, and so this is just, it, it's kind of a, a, a different definition of how to build a, a leading expert or a leading authority persona in your field. Um, what, really, what it really boils down to is when somebody is looking for a business to do uh, business with, um, or a journalist is looking for somebody to interview for their next article, or a network is looking for somebody to interview on the, the 6 o'clock news, they're going to go out on the Internet and they're going to find out who's a big deal in this industry. And if they find you because you have a media company with all these media properties and you're published and publicized, they're going to choose you over your competitor. Janet, um, I'm slightly out of breath listening to all <laughs> of this. Um, it, it is... Um, you know, there's an incredible list and an expansive set of ideas for people. Um, how do you recommend, you know, a, a consultant, a trainer, a coach who you know has these aspirations? You know, how do they get started and decide which of those streams that you've mentioned are the ones to give focus to, without maybe a big machine behind them? Well, that's a a, a very good question. I. I um... I can answer that with a marketing concept that I teach called the funnel theory of marketing. And that is um, basically the idea that you offer ever more, uh, ever more elaborate products and services and ever more intensive experiences with you as an expert for ever increasing prices. So if you think about the shape of a funnel, it's big and round at the top, isn't it? That's because we want thousands, hundreds of thousands of names coming into the top of our funnel and then filtering down through the funnel, uh, buying ever more elaborate products and having ever more intensive experiences with us for ever increasing prices. So that by the time somebody uh, filters down to the bottom of the funnel, they may have spent 50000 a 100000 maybe a quarter million dollars with you as their guru. Um, of course, not everybody will spend that much, 
but that's okay because this is just a numbers game. But you want to get as many people into the top of that funnel. So what is really the thing to start with? The thing that's going to get people into the top of your funnel. And what I recommend is that you write a special report or you record some informational piece, whether it's video or audio, maybe a short course where you do a series of four or five lectures with a little PDF uh, document handout that goes with each lecture, and you give that away free at your website. Put up a, a web page, a single web page, either uh, as a brand new website or attached as just a page to your existing website that has a big bold headline that promises the main benefit that somebody's going to get from downloading that free information. Then you go into the body copy of that page, describe who you are, um, why you're an expert, mention the fact that you work with so many people, but you can't work with everyone, so you've decided to spill the beans and give away information for free via this special report or this tutorial short course. You then feature three to five comments or testimonials from people who've uh, gone through the free report. Uh, and then you have an opt-in box at the bottom where people can give you their first name, their email address, and maybe some designating information about themselves like are you a business owner, teacher, parent, teenager, what have you, a pop-down menu that lets them designate. When they hit the submit button, um, a couple things should happen. That data should be collected into the background, into a database for further marketing purposes. And secondarily, they should be taken to the next page of this um, uh, launch formula that uh, basically the, the page says, hey, congratulations, you've opted in successfully. Check your email inbox for an email with a link to that free information. That email will be flowing to you shortly. Or alternatively, you could say just click below at the link below to um, uh, access this information. But um, to get started right away, uh, incorporating this information into your life or your business and starting to benefit, um, stick around for a couple more minutes and read about what I've discovered um, is a new trend in our industry or read about the um, optimum solution that I've discovered for people in your situation. And then you feature just below that um, on the same web page, a sales letter for an entry level product or service, a lower price uh, for consumers, maybe $47, $49 for business owners. $97 is an excellent price point that's proven to work. And you create an entry level buyer from a first-time visitor at your website. That's the first thing I would do. Because then, once you have this web page up, this, this actually series of two web pages, you can start to attract people to your website. All of a sudden, it makes sense to start driving traffic to your website through things like writing online articles with a link in the bottom paragraph back to your free report. Um, also getting joint venture partners, affiliates, or other bloggers to talk about you and your website. Um, this gives you a reason to be on the radio or on television, driving people back to your website for that free information. It really makes no sense to be a media personality without some way to capture interest from people out there. So that's that's the first thing I would say um, to get started. You probably were thinking, Chris, I was going to say write a book. <laughs> a lot of people think that. And that's actually, that's that's not the case. Um, I would much prefer to see an expert build a platform, um, a, a platform out there in the marketplace, a media company before ever going to New York to uh, to, to sell their book to a publisher. Wow. I've, I've, um, I've run out of page, um, note-taking pages in my, um, on my sheets of paper in front of me, but I've got build a platform because uh, I think that's really, 
a really good message. I think it's quite difficult, isn't it, without you know, an expert like yourself to give guidance to um, to appreciate what you should be doing first. And and as you mentioned earlier, it's kind of doing things in increments, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I think they, that's the reason why most authors never achieve the publishing career of their dreams, because they believe that publishing empires start with a book. Yes. And a book is how many of them begin. But the truth is that most authors really are better off building other profit centers and marketing vehicles uh, and building this platform. And um, I have to say, you know, most most listeners, when I say that... <laughs> They sort of, you know, uh, raise their eyebrows because I, I think they're probably expecting me to talk about how to get published or the mm -hmm. real, uh, but but the real formula for building a thriving and lucrative publishing career is to do virtually everything but write a book, at least in the beginning, because walking into your publisher's pitch meetings in New York with a, a large customer list and an international speaking tour and your own radio show and all these products sold through major uh, uh, product channels, that's going to get you a a much more enthusiastic publisher and a far larger advance um, than you can expect if you're a newbie. And this just makes common sense, yet how many authors begin their career dreaming of writing a book and with all their excitement and energy focused on writing this little $20 product called their book. Um, and kind of an interesting story is the, the, you, you actually run the risk of de devaluing your own expertise um, because we know the average price of a book is about $20, um, yet your expertise might be worth far more to the right group of buyers. Yes. Um, and a, a friend of mine once approached me and said, Janet, I think I'm thinking of writing a book. But the problem was he was a veteran marketing consultant who routinely landed $50,000 to $150,000 corporate consulting contracts advising Fortune 500 executives on their online marketing and sales campaigns. And I advised him instead to launch an exclusive brain trust weekend where smaller companies could attend for $25,000 and bring their entire IT team and their C-level executives to learn all my friends' strategies. He could even develop entire strategic plans for them over that 48-hour weekend. And the seminar would be a bargain since his typical fee was $50,000 and up. Uh, but he, uh, he would charge $25,000 for the weekend. And that market posture would actually lead um, to more people accessing his his free reports and more people buying his packaged products if he chose to produce them because he all of a sudden has this new posture as the guy who gets paid $25,000 per weekend. Yeah. So when he finally decided to write a book, he'd be known as the expert who makes that much money. And uh, in, in the process of mar marketing his seminars, he'd build up a prospect list and all these things. So who do you think a publisher is going to decide upon um, after, you know, comparing my friend to other would-be business authors who pitch them, that my friend is probably a better investment because he's already got his own presence or platform out there. Janet, you're a smart lady. <laughs> I, just <laughs> say that. I just want to, we've only got about a minute and a half. And I just want to, you know, 30 seconds, maybe you've got a final message that you'd like to leave us with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, to get a copy of the, the, the list of 52 things, go to my website, howexpertsbuildempires.com slash plan and read about a third of the way down, you'll find a link where you can click um, to, to view that list. And secondarily, if you just go to howexpertsbuildempires.com, the homepage, there's a report series there. And the first report is how to charge $500 to $1,000 an hour for your consulting time if you're a consultant or an entrepreneur who will avail themselves um, to, to the marketplace, make themselves available for consulting purposes. Um, and that report series has uh, many more reports beyond that that will help you develop this funnel 
of um, products and services at ever-increasing prices and build your platform. Um, having subscribed to that myself, I can honestly say that um, it is the best free resource that I've come across. Janet, I just think the content in there that you, that you were giving away uh, you know, so generously, um, I just think is, uh, is amazing. Um, so I'd really recommend to people who are listening, if you're interested in this, um, it really is one worthwhile signing up for. And Janet, it's been a tremendous pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for being on the show, and I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. Thank you, Chris. You're very welcome. If you've got any questions or feedback on the show, um, please uh, do send them to me at chris at chriscooper.co.uk. And on next week's show, I'm delighted to have Chad Barr um, on the show. He's going to talk about websites. Um, Chad is the man behind uh, people like um, Alan Weiss, who's, uh, if you've heard of Million Dollar Consulting, um, and uh, he he helps many um, experts to develop their web presence. So that should be another fascinating show. But once again, Janet, that has been a show full of amazing content that I will listen to over and over again and keep recommending to people. So once again, uh, thank you very much to Janet Schweitzer. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 